the summary of the Sicha on Parshas Truma, the fifth Sicha in Lakuta Sichas, volume 16. In the way the menorah was built, in today's Sicha, the Rebbe goes through the subject of two points that, two general points regarding the menorah that we find in today's Parsha. One word regarding the menorah that used as a general term is used as miksha. Miksha means that the menorah had to be hammered out. You didn't make it of a bunch of pieces and attach it together. It was hammered out from one solid piece of gold. So that's one point. Another thing that's a general idea is the weight of the gold that was used. The Torah says, kikar achas. It had to be made from one piece of gold, a weight of a kikar which is around, in today's day, about 68.5 kilograms or 153.5 in pounds, 153.5 pounds. So it had to be out of one solid piece. The, the Talmud brings a machlaikis, an argument of two opinions about both and links the two arguments together about these two general terms. When you say that it's a mixture, it has to be hammered out in, from, in, from one piece, does that include the nerys, the, the candles? Now, the candles are not physical candles. It was oil with wicks. So the, the small holder that held the oil and the wicks, called the nerys, does the nerys include in hammered out from one piece? Or was that a separate piece that you were able to remove it off the top, wash it out, clean it, put it back on the top? Because that's where the most use got over there. Or do you say, no, it had to be hammered from there and you had to clean and work on it from the top is all one piece. The Gemara links this to the another argument regarding the weight of the menorah, the kikar zahavtar, that had to be made from one kikar weight of pure gold. And it says that these same opinions are the arguments over there of whether the nerys candles were part of this weight or was it separate from the weight? So if you say, like from the miksha, that the, you hammered out, but it did not include the nearest, then you could say also by the weight, that it was not included into the weight. But if you say it was one piece, and then it means that the nearest, the seven nearest, were also included in the weight of the kicker. Halachically, the Rambam King, uh, brings down that the menorah that had to be all from one kicker, including all, the, the, the nearest had to be all from one it chiseled that out of one piece and one weight of kikar. All was one thing, including the nerves. That's halachically. But here, we see something very interesting. That Rashi, who always takes on the chela kapshat, kapshat from Torah, from Chumash, he does not have to, here we see clearly, how it does not have to fit halachically Rashi's interpretation, because he's only saying the pshat. Now, when the Gemara includes the two together, it, it, it brings down that the, that the two arguments are connected one to the other. Like the Ramban says that according to everybody, that you are not able to bring the weight of the kikar, it had to be the weight of the actual body of the menorah had to have this weight, and with what was chiseled that as a one piece. So it, I, the Torah says there was also the Malkachel and the Machtoisel. He says, well, Malkachel and Machtoisel are little vessels that were actually part of the menorah, not a separate part like we're soon going to see how Rashi says. He says the Malkachel were actual golden 
like protections over the oil and wick that nothing else should fall into it. The machtesel actually was not a separate vessel. It was, it was a small like bowl or tray or something that, that collected any dripping oil or schmutz that came down, collected into that bowl. But he, he's learning that those vessels for the manure were actually part of the manure itself. Rash, on the other hand, he says about the weight, he says, interesting, on one hand, he holds like the weight that everything had to be made from the same weight. But he says that that's not a proof that the candles were not included in that weight, that the candles was a separate entity. It's possible that the candles was from the same weight, but it was not one entity with the menorah. It was a part of the kicker weight, but you, after you made it, you put it on top of the menorah and you left it over there. Now, the simple understanding of why Rashi came to this conclusion is so we could say because since for two reasons. First of all, all over Tanakh, when it mentions about these Melkachayim and Machta, like Rashi says, it, what it means is actual vessels, utensils for the menorah. Melkachayim, he says, means uh, tongs, which you actually use to pull out the wicks and to, to clean it out, take out the stuff. And the Machta, he says, is not the way the Ramban brought down from the Melech Mishkan Sefer. But he actually says what it means is that it was the... It was like a shovel or like a little tray or ashtray or something to, to collect, brush all the ashes into that. So in other words, Rashi is taking one of each pinion. He's saying, yes, it's like one kicker, one of the weight. But on the other hand, it was not miksha of one solid piece. It was one solid, but not counted in there, so not part of that. So and seemingly, it's very clear that according to Rashi, uh, it, it's clear that the miksha was one piece by the menorah. Now, in the first glance, if you look in a certain Rashi when it says about the miksha, you could maybe say that he thinks the neris are counted also in the one body of the menorah. Because Rashi says that you're not, when it says you should hammer it out of one piece, says Rashi what that means is that you shouldn't take a bunch of separate pieces and weld them, yet become, attach them together with material that can attach it, to, to weld it together or to screw it together. So the Rebbe says if you, if you get more careful into the text of Rashi, you could see that when Rashi says you shouldn't attach it, it means don't attach it, but you could put it on top of it. That part is okay. So therefore, you, however, Rashi, it's not so clear 100% his opinion, but that's what's understood. It's very easily deduced here. But the, the, says the Rebbe, the fact that Rashi didn't say it so clearly, and he didn't say any idea that I don't know, if the Neris are part of it or one or not, but it's clear from the from Rashi that that would be his opinion. We could say this, we could explain this in two logical ways that this is the Pshat of the Chumash. Number one, when in the order of the Psukim, first, when it talks about making the menorah in today's parasha, first it says, make the golden menorah, make, make and hammer it out, make the base, the spine, the stem, the cups, the, the buttons, the flowers, everything should make it. Then in a separate verse it says that you should make the, the seven candles. And the Makachel Machtosel. The fact that it's in a second verse, according to Pshat, shows that the Nairs are a separate thing. Otherwise, it would have mentioned it in the same verse when he mentions that all the parts of the menorah. Another proof that this is the Pshat to say that the Nairs were separate, because in Parshas Bekude, where it says there that the Jews brought the Mishkan to Moshe, it says that they brought the menorah, the pure menorah, and its candles. So the fact that it says the menorah and the candles separately, that means the candles were separate. Otherwise, it would have just said they brought the menorah. Now, based on this, we could understand the Rashi's style and opinion that 
the Nairis are not part of the Miksha. And we could also understand many different questions we have on something that he says in Parshas Vayakel. In Parshas Vayakel, when it says, that, and it, there was the, the candles to, for, for light and the vessels and the candles. There was the candelabra, the vessels and the, the, the candles. Rashi stops on the word Nairis and he says that Lutzinish Belaz, in Old French, it's Lutzinish which is like these jugs that held the oil and the wicks that were put into it. The Rebbe says it's not understood. On the words, Esneris, in our parasha, Rashi only says that it's the jugs that hold the oil and the wicks. He doesn't mention the word Lutzinish. So why in Vayaka does he at all have to repeat the interpretation. Already said over here what it means. And in addition, the beginning of Vayaka, Rashi says that I already explained many things earlier in Vatrum and Tetzava, so I don't have to repeat them again here. So that would be the reason why Rashi doesn't explain many different things. So why, over here, does he not rely on what he said already in Parsha Truma? And the third point is, that why does he add in Vayakel the Lutzinish? What's the point of that? So to understand this, you have to understand one more point, a diuk in Rashi, that we could see that we learn a principle in Rashi's interpretation here, that when he quotes the heading of a verse in the Torah, and if he doesn't quote one piece of the verse, or does quote one piece of the verse, it's all precise. Here he doesn't say, when he says, when these words, Rashi quotes by two of them, but on the word, he doesn't say, he just says, why? Why doesn't he say V'es Neresel? But based on our explanation till here that the Neres were not part of it, we could understand. Because Rashi's trying to tell you that the Neres were separate. So by dropping V'es, what he's trying to say is that the verse is including really the Neres into the Kalim. So when it says V'es Kalel, V'es Neresel, he, takes, he drops the V'es to tell you the Neres is really part of the Kalel. If so, why does the verse have to actually say Neresel? I know if you say the vessels, I know it means also the Neres, which are the vessels. So for this, Rashi hints in the word Lutzinish Belaz. Based the source to the word of Lutzinish is, means, it's in Old French, which means light, which is something that makes, it means light, it makes light. And the reason for this is because that's the theme of the entire menorah was about the making light. So when he says that the cup holders that had the oil and wicks that were put into it, it means that that's the mission the met and the intention of the entire menorah is to make light. And since the candles, which is the main thing for the menorah, it's understood from here why the verse separates Meneris as a separate thing. And we only get to understand this here in Parsha Vayakel when we need to understand the actual purpose when they're actually making it here because this is where they're actually making it. So that's where the light actually happens.